From New York's Hudson Valley, I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650. Read 650 celebrates writers and the spoken word five minutes and 650 words at a time. Today, as part of Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival, we present another true personal story of resilience, recovery, and renewal. Irene Garden has won or been nominated for prizes in nearly every writing category, from stage to e-screen, hardcovers, as well as literary magazines and anthologies. And her critically acclaimed play, Women on Fire, played sold-out houses at Off-Broadway's Cherry Lane Theater. Here's Irene reading That Old Shapeshifter. You could be another Betty Davis, said my college acting teacher. That and my passionate spiritual devotion to the theater catapulted me to glamorous New York City. To waitress, to shovel my tips to a headshot photographer, to scour the smudgy pages of backstage for auditions, to line up in dim and smelly halls on cattle calls, and yes, at last to nab some good roles here and there. Then a sparkling review in variety. I'm spiraling up. And agents out there, just keep at it. Work those graveyard shifts. Tap dance on our parquet floors. Run audition pieces. All worth it, because this art form is a healing, holy thing. Theater had lifted me from crushing family pains, given me identity, friends, developed my body, my voice, my mind, my spirit. I would thank it with a lifetime of dedication. Finally, I win the brilliant role that'll tip me into the golden circle of working actors, Madame Arcadena in The Seagull. No matter that she's middle-aged and I'm in my twenties, I positively ooze gravitas. Okay, maybe not a paying gig, but a great showcase. The venue's no great shakes, a hole in an upstairs wall on stinky 14th Street, but check off. The first rehearsal's a bit odd. Our young director, Marissa, enters wearing actual jodhpurs and a white silk scarf a la Cecil B. DeMille. On your feet, she says, we're going to block the show. That's like saying, firemen, jump on the truck without introducing them to each other or the equipment. We fumble with scripts as we stumble around. Another, alas, she's cast her painfully unattractive boyfriend as my dashingly handsome love interest. Okay, I can act. We soon discover he has no facility with language and no experience on stage. Okay, I'll act for two. This play is my shot. Every spare moment I memorize lines. No use sweating the small stuff. Second rehearsal. Although we have yet to even read through the script together, Marissa reblocks the show, changing even the placement of entrances and exits. One of us asks her gently if she's ever directed before. It's my second show, she proudly declares. By now, we seasoned actors are stealing looks at one another, sidling up and muttering, want to go for coffee after? Sounds the boyfriend over bitter java, we agree the show will be a fiasco unless we take matters into our own hands. We schedule scene work with each other and promise vigilance. I can act for two. We can direct ourselves. It is Chekhov, and it is my chance. At the third rehearsal, I'm offstage running my lines at the grungy front desk when my eye falls on piles of flyers. Dirty work, 
at the crossroads, a melodrama, 7.30 p.m. at this theater on exactly the same days as our seagull is to play. At break, I take the flyer in my anger, trembling hand. Marissa, what's the deal? This is our time slot. Oh, our show goes on at 10 p.m. No one's going to watch Chekhov at 10 p.m. after a melodrama. I'd act for two, direct myself, supply my own costumes, but not for no audience. As it turned out, neither would anyone else. The cast quit as one, even as Marissa wailed, You're killing my seagull! I spent dark, weeping weeks trying to revive the thudded mass of feathers that had been my winged dream, my heart, my art, but I knew at last I had to give it up. I'd recently read a resonant sentence, If it's not fun, stop doing it. I was miserable. I went to an artist's colony to lick my wounds with watercolor. Emotions rose. I wrote them down. I didn't have to wait to be cast to write or to paint. Suddenly, I saw that art had not abandoned me. The old shapeshifter just changed form. The only thing to heal a broken art? Another art. Irene O'Garden won a Pushcart Prize for her lyric essay, Glad to be Human, featured in her new book of essays by that same name, published by Mango, which also published her memoir, Risking the Rapids, How My Wilderness Journey Healed My Childhood. She lives and writes in the Hudson Valley. Read 650 is a nonprofit literary organization with a mission to promote writers. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and learn about our upcoming submissions at read650.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650.